Good evening and welcome to the second week in Advent. Uh, we're so happy that you've joined us for worship this evening. Pastor Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver the message. The organist is Susan Seninger. Kai Brown and Vanson Minning are the acolytes. The theme for tonight is the biggest bully on the block of life is a liar and the father of lies. We know him as the devil and Satan. Satan hits us with his lies and rubs our face in our dirt. That's why God sent a man named John, jokes, so John the Baptist. Oh, okay, now we're ready. Okay. This whole radio thing is so interesting. Uh, welcome to Advent 2 tonight. Uh, it's good to be with you all once again to be in God's house on a Wednesday night tonight to worship him and to receive the gift of his holy word that he has pre uh, uh, planned and prepared for us. Why don't we stand this morning, greet each other this evening with Advent peace. Uh, and members, if there's somebody here that you don't recognize, please go say hi. So why don't we greet each other tonight before we start. Some of our shortest greeters are extra greedy tonight, so I won't say who. They might be the pastor's kids. You never know. Uh, let's begin our worship tonight with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful evening that you have given to us, especially, Lord, this time and this place and this opportunity to worship you, to receive the gift of your holy word. And now, Lord, we ask that you would... Fill us, um, fill us, Lord, with a zeal for your house of worship here. In Jesus' name, amen. We begin with the invocation and call to worship that's on the inside cover of your bulletin. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only. Who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We sing our first hymn, Lift Up Your Heads, Ye Mighty Gates, number 341. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 3, verses 1 through 3. Please stand. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us then confess our sins unto God our Father. Most, Most merciful God, God we, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what, by what we, we have done, done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us. 
so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake, he forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Stir up our hearts to make ready the way of your only begotten Son, that by his coming, Lord, we may be enabled to serve you with pure minds. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. The Old Testament lesson for this evening is taken from Isaiah chapter 40. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. A voice of one calling, in the desert prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all mankind together will see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry out. And I said, What shall I cry? All men are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall. 
But the word of our God stands forever. You who bring good tidings to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good tidings to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. See, the sovereign Lord comes with power and his arm rules for him. See, his reward is with him and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. This is the word of our Lord. The second lesson, the epistle, is from 1 Corinthians chapter 9. But first, we need to sing. We will now have special music provided by the man's glee. They will be performing The King Shall Come When Morning Dawns. might be asking yourself right now, why was Pastor singing? How long has he been practicing with the men's glee? The answer is about, oh, 45 minutes. It was a lot of fun, guys. Thank you. The second lesson is from 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Paul writes this, Yet when I preach the gospel, I cannot boast, for I am compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. 
If I preach voluntarily, I have a reward. If not voluntarily, I am simply discharging the trust committed to me. What then is my reward? Just this, that in preaching the gospel I may offer it free of charge, and so not make use of my rights in preaching it. Though I am free and belong to no man, I make myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. To the Jews I became like a Jew, to win the Jews. To those under the law I became like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so as to win those under the law. To those not having the law I became like one not having the law, though I am not free from God's law, but am under Christ's law, so as to win those not having the law. To the weak I became weak, to win the weak. I have become all things to all men, so that by all possible means I might save some. But do all this for the sake of the gospel, that I may share in its blessings. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Please rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel and also the text for this evening's sermon is taken from John chapter 1. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. John testifies concerning him. He cries out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. This is the gospel of our Lord. We recite together the words of our Christian faith, and we do so using the Apostles' Creed, as it is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. The next hymn is on Jordan's Bank, the Baptist Cry, hymn 344.
Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and from the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this evening's meditation is taken from the gospel lesson that was just read from John chapter 1 as we continue our series through that prologue to John's gospel. Nadine Corey was 13 years old, standing 5 foot 2 and weighing soaking wet 100 pounds. His mom had lost her job as a hotel maid. He needed, he needed to work, so she had recently moved her family from Minneapolis to Philadelphia. In 2000, the family had escaped war-torn Liberia in West Africa. Nadine then was a new kid in Philly, with a single mom who was an unemployed African immigrant looking for a job at a hotel. That's the kind of kid bullies spot from a hundred miles away. And so they did. The bullies outnumbered him seven to one. And for 35 minutes, seven boys hit and kicked him and rubbed his face in dirt. Nadine survived the attack and would have likely faced more except for the folly of one of the bullies. You see, he filmed it all and posted it on the internet. Police saw it, and they were thrown behind bars. One of the staffers at the morning show called The View heard about it and, in, and invited him to appear on their show. And unbeknownst to him, the producer had also invited three members of the Philadelphia Eagles football team to appear on the show as well. One was all-pro wide receiver Deshaun Jackson. Jackson said to the young man, I'm here for you, and you call me any time that you need me. Then in full view of every bully, Deshaun Jackson gave him his cell phone number. You see, bullies think twice before they harass a kid who has an NFL player's number on speed dial. You and I have our fair share of bullies as well. Sin and shame, guilt, and blame. But... Jesus says in John chapter 8 that the biggest bully on the block is a liar and the father of lies. Jesus even calls him a murderer. We know him as the devil and Satan. Satan hits us with his lies and rubs our face in our own dirt. He wants to kill us. And so we run and we run some more and then we keep on running. That's why God sent a man named John specifically John the Baptist. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness concerning that light so that through him all people might believe. John the Baptist's mission is to witness concerning that light. 
In fact, 14 times in the fourth gospel, the word witness is connected with John the Baptist. 14 times. The best example is in John chapter 1, verse 29, where John the Baptist sees Jesus, and this is his witness. Behold, the Lamb of God who is taking, present tense, taking away the sin of the world. John's witness is so that through him, that is Christ, all people might believe. This is the first use of the word believe in John's gospel. It will occur 96 more times. This is the great goal of John's gospel. John chapter 20 says this, These things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. We are all on the run. Satan is chasing us with his lies and half-truths. That's why God sent a man named John, John the Baptist. John's mission is to witness so we believe the light. And who is this light? Well, in John chapter 8, it says that Jesus is the light of the world. It says, too, that John, he himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every person was coming into the world. John's message is simple. He is not the light. John isn't the message. He is rather the messenger. Let me say that again. John is not the message. Rather, he is the messenger. In John chapter 1, verse 8, it says, He was not the light. In verse 20, it says, I am not the Christ. In verse 21, he says, I am not Elijah. Still, again, in verse 21, I am not the prophet. Again, in verse 27, he says, I am not worthy even to untie his sandals. No wonder, John, no wonder then that John the Baptist says in John chapter 3, he must increase and I must decrease. When the liar is rubbing my face in my sin and shame, guilt and blame, too often do I look for help in all of the wrong places. You see, it's easy to look to other people, to my job, to my accomplishments, to my money, to my vacations, and to my stuff. These are all good lights. These are grand lights, but these are not the light. There is only one light of the world who can defeat my demons and darkness. And so what is John's message? His message is that the light is Jesus. In John chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In verse 14 it says, The Word became flesh. It's this Jesus, true God and true man, who fights the bully on our behalf. In Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus frequently casts out devils and demons. But in John, there is just one instance. It happens in chapter 8. It says, now the prince of this world is cast out. And that is what you call one 
and done. And when is the prince of this world cast out? In John chapter 8, verse 32, it says, When the Son of Man is lifted up on the cross for us, Jesus, he fights for your health and for your family. He fights for your salvation and for your restoration. And he fights for your final resurrection. Are the odds against you? Is the coach against you? Is the boss against you? Is your health against you? Are your friends against you? Difficult, for sure. But Jesus fights for you. Yes, you. You with the broken past. You with the aging body. You with the absentee dad. You with the lost job. You with the bad back, the bad credit score the bad grade, and the bad break. Jesus fights for the use of the world. So are you a you? If so, then Jesus fights Satan for you. Jesus defeats Satan for you. It happened on a God-forsaken cross and confirmed in an empty tomb. And the day is coming when Jesus will destroy Satan for you. Jesus even gives you his own number on speed dial. B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. John's witnesses concerning him. He cries out saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Both verbs, witnesses and cries out, they are present tense verbs. God mandates that John keeps witnessing and crying out. It's that urgent. He, Jesus, has surpassed me because he was before me. And so here's the point. Jesus is greater than John the Baptist. Here is the bigger point. John chapter 4 says that Jesus is greater than Jacob. John chapter 5 says that Jesus is greater than Moses. John chapter 8 says that Jesus is greater than Abraham. And here's the biggest point. John chapter 5 verse 39 says that Jesus is greater than the entire Old Testament with his prophets, priests, and kings, temples. That's why John the Baptist still witnesses and still cries out, There's no power, no authority, and no one greater or stronger or more loving than Jesus. We all run. And we all run some more. And then we keep on. Because he's after us. He, well, you know who. The big bully, the father of lies, the devil himself. But we do not have to run through life. None of us has to run through life. Because God sent a man named John. John's mission, John's message, and John's mandate are all about Jesus, that he fights for you. And so we need not run any longer. Instead, we need only to stop and turn around and look directly into the eyes of the Savior and then fall into his strong and loving arms. Amen.
It's now time to collect our tithes and offerings. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing of the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. We're a community of believers in Jesus Christ who seek to love God with all our heart, with all our mind, and with all our soul. We have a deep desire that all should come to the saving knowledge of the truth as of Jesus as Lord. Next week, what you might do is read John 1, 10 through 13 and consider these questions. This section contrasts those in the world who reject Jesus and those who recognize him for who he is. Why do some reject while others accept? John 1.10 employs the term world three times in spite of being rejected by the world. See John 3.16 for how God responds. What does this teach us about God's love? We are God's children. Does this happen naturally or were we adopted? We now return you to the service in progress. Please rise for prayer. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Satan often attacks us with his lies, seductions, and half-truths. So we run, and we run some more. And we keep on running. That's why you sent a man named John, John the Baptist. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light so that through him we might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. And this light fights for us. We thank you for Jesus. Help us believe in him. Help us listen to him. Help us gain great courage from him. For you are calling us to come home. Into the strong, loving, and protecting embrace of Jesus. We pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. John writes his gospel so that we may believe. That Jesus is the Christ. The Son of God. And that by believing we may have life in his name. And so go forth in his name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for in his name you have life. Abundant life. Joyful life. Eternal life. Amen. Amen. Our closing hymn is Christ, the Word of God incarnate, hymn 540, verses 1, 5, and 6. so happy that you joined us for worship this evening. We cordially invite you to worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. and next Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you're unable to, to join us then, please listen on ChristAtRadio.com. This is now Scott George, your announcer. We wish you a blessed week.